Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy and I love watching scary movies and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And I hadn't even heard of today's movie. Ooh. And I really love that on this podcast when I just get to discover movies that I hadn't heard of before. It's there very fun. There are just so many movies. When I, the, the, it always builds a man when I go on a streaming platform to to decide on a movie to watch for the night, a, a task that takes sometimes more often than not, I completely give up and I watch something I've already seen or nothing at all. Yep. But there are just so many movies. It's, it's wild. really wild. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's incredibly overwhelming, but it's incredible. it can also be fun. I think it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but then if you start thinking, too you can't about tell it. me how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> we have people ask me that all the time. If, the, if I tell them about this podcast, they're like, oh, are you worried about running out of horror movies to talk about? And I'm nope. like, we have a listener request list that's like 200 movies long. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, it's pretty. And they keep making more. Easily. Yeah. Freaking movies all the time. They're too many. They're too many. There's too many movies that I have heard of. Can we start on the movies I haven't heard of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I know at one point we were we were trying to find a good term for housekeeping for like little oh, blowing up the basement. Someone said <laughs> blowing up the basement. Someone said saging, saging the, oh, the space. Smart. Someone like sent us that, which I liked. I, I was just going to go simple and say haunted housekeeping. Cute. Wow. And that that's you know adorable. what? And that's why you're here. God damn it. This is why we need Sammy. <laughs> Genius mind at work Among again. other things, obviously, we just could keep never... it simple. Keep it simple. Haunted housekeeping. Just like the amount of movies in the world, the list of reasons why we need Sammy, infinite and never ending. <laughs> but haunted housekeeping is perfect. And let's we'll do move it. forward with that. Yeah, I, absolutely. I just wanted to say a quick happy birthday to our <gasps> dear, sweet, silent Jenna. Um, we are recording this on her birthday. And... She was our, started the podcast with us, our fourth yep. member of our coven. Silently present for every recording. Is she here right now? You'll never know. You would, you, you'll <laughs> never be able to know when she is and when she isn't. Uh, but I just, in a way, she always is, you know? Yep. Oh, happy birthday. She's 136 today. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I miss her. I miss her so much. And if you guys want a little a little experience with Silent Jenna talking, you can listen to her Final Destination episode. This is true. That's right. We That's somehow right. convinced her to talk at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but OK, that was it. I just want to say happy birthday because we love her so goddamn much. Yep. But other than that, did anything scary happen to us this week? 
Just real quick, um, the scary thing that happened to me this week is that I confronted the fact that I really need to start fucking exercising, you guys. That's a tough one to How did you confront it? I guess, honestly, the confrontation is happening here in this moment as we speak right now. Okay. Um, I need help. Like I (laughs) really need to start exercising because my anxiety is like through the roof. Yeah. It it helps with that. The only way to counteract that is to move your body. And somehow I, I cannot force myself to do it. It's hard. Start small, start small. You do 10 to 15 minute workouts on YouTube just in your living room. I hate working out in my house, though. That's the thing is I hate I it more than anything. And and, that, and that's why it's also hard in the summer because it's hot. Give it a try. Worst thing, you waste 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. true. It's setting that bar low is, is it's better to do something for 10 minutes every day than an hour once a week. That's a really OK. I think I need to. All right. Here's something that I want to do. I just want to start writing some mantras on post-it notes and Ooh. then putting them around <laughs> like an insane person. <laughs> but one of them can be that. But I want some. OK, here's what I really want is I want some people to reach out and send me some Spotify playlists of some top 40, some fun pop songs that you like to maybe run to. Oh, that's right. You like to run. You want to send me some some gear, some gear, like some some headphones that excite you for running. Because I do like to run. I do Crazy. actually enjoy it when I'm when I'm like, yeah, in that's it. wild but to me. That's absolutely insane. I can't fathom it. <laughs> I, I truly can't. Starting it up again, though, is not easy. Not no. fun. I'm thinking about just signing up for like a race and then forcing myself to do it or something like that. Seems like the opposite of starting small. <laughs> well, the race could be, you know, in a long in a long time, and it could be yeah. a five a five k. Yeah, five k exactly. Just as far as races go, pretty small. As far as me running goes, furthest I've ever ran in my life. That's still pretty tough. Pretty tough. Yeah, I'll sign up for like a turkey trot around Thanksgiving. Perfect. There you go. Plan on the turkey trot. Just sort of mark turkey your brain. trot is such a funny name. <laughs> it sounds so stupid. It is stupid, but I think that's a good goal. I, yeah, I just like, I don't know, guys. Wish me luck. I just want I people out there luck. to be sending me like luck. <laughs> it's hard, it. man. It's really hard. And it, and it, it just it feels so good to do. It's like I'm mm-hmm. always glad to have done real. it. I never want to do it. But it's so obviously good to do. It's like so it, there's like drink water and exercise or like the, it's like, duh. I'm like, why am I depressed? Like, why am I so anxious? Like, why am I like spiraling out of control? Like, what's up with my mental health? And then I'm like, right. Water, water, movement, <laughs> water, movement. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that. Um, you know, it's impossible. It's impossible. But I wish you luck. I send I send you luck. It's either that or Alexa Pro subscription prescription subscription. Subscription Alexa Pro. <laughs> okay, what about you guys? I this week or yesterday went to a movie in the movie theater and cried so hard that I soaked through my mask. Oh, <laughs> which wow. I haven't had that experience before. I've certainly cried a lot in a movie theater before, but this was the first time since wearing masks in the theater and it was just so 
gross. Like soggy. It was really gross. Yeah. There was also like snot. <laughs> gross, gross, gross. Snot coming out of my oh, nose God. and then that yeah. absorbing. Oh. But COVID cases are really high in LA right now and I'm about to <laughs> go to a wedding. And you still haven't had it. And I still haven't had it. And so I'm like, I got to keep my mask on. But it's just like, did you bring absolute, a spare? I did not have a spare. Oh, gross, boy, gross, oh, boy. Gross. So I just had this fucking nasty mask. Ew, it was really gross. But the, was movie the movie was so good. <laughs> it's a documentary called Fire of Love. It is about these two volcanologists, this couple that um, study volcanoes, and it's all made from their footage they filmed and documented everything. Whoa, I saw you post about this and I, I, I'm shocked it's a documentary like that. I can't believe that's real people doing that. Yes, it's shocking. Tim can't stop talking about this movie. Did he see it? No, he hasn't seen it, but he can't stop talking about it. <laughs> Between this movie and that NASA photograph that just came out oof, of oof, all yeah. the galaxies, I think that's mainly what led to my weeping is just the... How tiny uh, we are. The overwhelmingness, yeah, and how minuscule we are in the grand scheme of things and how nature is just so... It just takes your breath away, you know? It just mm -hmm. is... Wow. Truly incredible. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be here so much longer than we will be. It's been here so much longer in volcanoes. Oh, yeah. I've never even like really thought twice about volcanoes. I don't think about them a lot. No. And I was shocked at how fascinating they are, how terrifying and beautiful they are. So terrifying. Like I recently did think about a volcano because I don't ever think about them. But we, Joel and I went through a phase where we really... <laughs> This I, this is a show that people watch. It's just very weird that we watched it, which is um, the CNN Stanley Tucci Italy series. Ooh, I've I seen every like episode of it. People love that show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we watched it and we loved it. Um, Stanley Tucci, a funny guy, sometimes not on purpose, but we really enjoyed watching Stanley Tucci just be Stanley Tucci. Yeah, in Italy, him. anyway. Um, he's in like Pompeii. Does he, even, does he speak Italian? I feel like that's something that's weird about he the show. He's he like fluent. tries. He's like trying to speak Italian, and you can he tell he's some. like. Not very good at it. Um, he's not very good at it, but he is very confident. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's a fun show. But they're in Pompeii. And I was just like, if you live somewhere where a volcano could erupt and, and kill you, when that starts to happen, there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. You can't go up. You can't go away. You can't. You, it, 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 it like blew my mind how much it's just like, well, I we are we are about to die. No, there is no unless you can get immediately like up in a helicopter like you're done. You and, and that's insane to me because there's very little warning. Yeah, it talks about that and talks about um, trying to evacuate people in time. But it's just there's. And I don't know, most of this takes place in, in the 90s. And so I don't know what progress has been made since then. But basically, at this time, they have had absolutely no way of predicting when oh volcanoes God. will erupt. I kind of think like they still they're don't. sort of better at. Well, I, I feel like every now and again, they'll be like, it seems like this one's going to go soon. Can't they predict earthquakes like five minutes before? I think it's just a window that's really small and not super helpful. But. It, I, yeah, highly recommend it. Bring bring a spare mask. <laughs> oof, oof. And wow. yeah, get ready to really cry. It's very beautiful. Very beautiful film. See, that makes me... And whenever you tell me a movie's going to make me really cry, 
I go, I'll never see that. That's how I feel too. It's so funny because I always think of it as such an endorsement. And yeah, I forget that. Some people, it, crying's my fucking favorite thing to do. I, well, <laughs> I here's love the thing. It. I actually, I do love crying, but I don't want to know when it's going to happen. Me either. Yeah, I want to be surprised crying. by it. By surprise, yes, same, exactly. Same, same. If I go mm-hmm. into something being like this is gonna make me cry, I will, I'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, know? but but when when crying happens to me, I lean in. Yeah. All right. Um, Emily, bring us back. Bring us back from the volcano. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you back from the volcano. My 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 check-in has absolutely nothing to do with volcanoes. But the scary thing that happened to me does sort of it felt like related to um just how small we are and how our lives are. Mm. But one moment mm-hmm. on on this earth, and that is to say, I recently made a decision to go back to school and i started school this week i'm a student oh my god we're so proud of you thank you i never thought i would go back to school i never ever thought that i would do that um and then the pandemic happened and i rethought like so many of my life choices and i just really sat with what i want to do with my life and decided to go back to school. So I started school this week and I'm very excited. It's a really crazy feeling to be back at school and to be back at school in my 30s where most of my peers are much younger than me. And <laughs> and I thought that would be kind of horrifying, but I'm actually loving it. It's hmm. like so... Let me tell you, when was the last time you met a 19-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Since I was 19. It's... I'm just I'm having a really great time. A, they're just also lovely and like fresh (laughs) to the world. And I did one at one point have to Google some Gen Z slang moments after (laughs) someone talked to me. She paid me a compliment and I didn't know what it meant. And I had to Google it because it was like terminology that I'm completely unaware of. Tell us the compliment. It was she looked at a a, a, she was on my Instagram. She looked at a she pulled up a photo and she went, oh, you ate. And I was like, I what? <laughs> and I and it, I knew it was a compliment, but I also I had to like and I like turned my I was like, oh, thanks. And I like turned my phone away. She couldn't see that I was Googling like I like held it so close as if I was like doing something like very, you know, dirty. Just because like don't, you don't know that you please don't find me out that I'm like not. Cool. So you Googled it and it's definitely a phrase. It's a phrase. I urban dictionaried it. Okay. <laughs> um, and it means like, ooh, you check you out. Like you did you did great. <laughs> okay. I'm a thousand years old. At first I thought maybe she said you're an eight. <laughs> ah! Honestly, I would take that compliment. <laughs> Thank you so much. Which similarly would be like Thank you. I think I don't know. <laughs> this is this it's pretty, it's pretty high compliment. It's pretty high out of ten. Pretty high number. But it's really cool. And let me tell you what: the experience of like feeling your age in a really good way, like understanding mm. what thirty years on this earth have given you, and just being like, oh, I actually like know how to do things, and I know who I am in a way because I I so often feel not grown up at at all like I think about the fact that by the time they were my age my parents had two kids and careers and like were like settled into their lives I'm like well I'll never be an adult in any sort of tangible way and then you hang out with 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 children and you're like oh my god I'm an adult (laughs) wow that's so cool I like I I have some shit figured out and also just being able to go to class learn 
come home to my home, my home with my things that are nice and good and my partner who's also an adult and like open a nice bottle of wine is just like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is good. It's an exciting experience. Yeah, that's great. That's really um, good to hear because I just like you said, I'll always think that I'm just permanently a child and in a way we all are. (laughs) But that's great. And I'm going to reap the benefits of you having that discovery and just say that it also applies to me. <laughs> learn, learn that lesson through you. <laughs> it does apply to you. I, I guarantee it. I absolutely guarantee it. Um, well, we're so proud of you, Emily. Thank you. And so happy for you. Thank you. Um, should we talk about this week's movie? Let's we absolutely should. It. Okay, this week's movie is My Best Friend is a Vampire. <laughs> 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 Sounds right up our alley. I know. Came out in 1987, directed by Jimmy Houston, written by Tab Murphy, starring Robert Sean Leonard, Evan Morand, Cheryl Pollock, Cecilia Peck, David Warner, Paul Wilson, and Renee Aubergenois. Ooh. Hope I said that right. I liked it. And it is available to rent for $3.99. Fabulous. Well, I'm also so excited that we have a guest with us this week to talk about this movie. Pick this movie that none of us had freaking heard of. Cannot wait to hear his perspective. Um, he is a musician, a writer on the hit NBC show Grand Crew, a podcast host of fellow HeadGum podcast Gossip Kings. We are so thrilled to have him. Welcome, Lamar Woods. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, what's up Lamar? Hi, Lamar. So good to see y'all. How y'all been? <laughs> so good. We're doing great. We're doing great, Lamar. How how are you? Did anything scary happen to you this week? Oh, man. Uh, so every day is terrifying. <laughs> um, I guess uh, the scariest thing I have, I used to have night terrors when I was a kid. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. And then I have one the other day. I've been watching this show oh, called no. uh, 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 Search Party. <laughs> I don't know why. Search Party. And this tells you my relationship with scary movies. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very lighthearted sitcom. But they, I, I, I don't know if there's a character in Search Party who was kidnapped or they think she whatever she's kidnapped or whatever and then uh i like fell asleep and like she like broke into my house that character broke my house <gasps> and then like tied me to the bed and i was like i couldn't move and then i was like par- you know how you have like a paralyzed is it chantelle the yeah, character yeah, the chantelle. Chantelle. yeah yeah so <laughs> she like tied terrifying. me to the bed and i couldn't get out I was, I was like and i was like it was like the first time where i like woke up like screaming, like where I was like, <gasps> I was like help me, help me, somebody help me. It's like, you know, you're like, I can like, and like, like you transition into like, yes, a, right. it was really scary. I like couldn't, I had to like stay up the rest of the, rest of the night. It was so scary. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's so scary. Also, Lamar, do you live alone? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes, Cause man, imagine, <laughs> imagine somebody living with you hearing that. It would be terrifying, yeah. but it's also really terrifying to scream that and wake up and not have anybody there. I always wonder how loud it is, the screaming from the, if I was like sleeping with me, what would that yeah. sound like? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I used to babysit a kid who had night terrors when I was in high school and it was loud, it was loud enough to, to hear. I mean, <laughs> I was aware when it was happening for sure. 
I wasn't asleep because I was babysitting. So obviously I had to be awake. Yeah. Kids, kids get them and there's nothing you can do like as a parent. And I bet this is true as an adult too. Like you can try to wake them up, but that actually makes it worse. I think you're not apparently. supposed to. Yeah. 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 You're not supposed to actually wake someone up. I don't know. Ugh. Wow. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I, I wanted to see somebody about it, but then I was like, they're, they're going to make me confront my fears or something. <laughs> I don't want to. I woke up laughing once. It was so funny. Oh, uh, that's fine. I laughed so hard in my dream that it <laughs> woke me up and I woke up laughing. And just so you guys know what the dream was, it was a cat <laughs> dancing on his hind legs. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that is hilarious. It sounds fake. It sounds like you can't be real. I'm definitely going to have that exact dream tonight. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so fun. Let's all dream that. I reminds me of, um, to tell a story of something that didn't happen to me, but did happen to Joel one time. He... <laughs> He was screaming in his dream and he woke up. <laughs> Sorry, it makes me laugh so hard. He woke up going, oh, <laughs> like, that was as much as he was screaming in real life. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> so maybe that's how loud you're being, too. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's really it's, quiet. Maybe it's really, really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, what time was it also? You, you said you had to stay up the rest of the night. It was like four, uh, three, three thirty. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> Yeah, it was, it was like a real nightmare. Like I had to like throw water on my face. I was like, ah. <laughs> it was oh, a oh, classic nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Oof, oof, it oof. Was kind of, it was kind of cathartic though, like just like feeling fear like that. But mm. uh, yeah, sometimes I feel like feeling any emotion strongly does let it out a bit. You release mm -hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> no, I don't want, I don't no, want I that hope, either I hope for it you. Doesn't. We're, send, we're sending you luck as well um, for not having not having that. Yeah, I had to take a break from Search Party. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to get back on it. I love, it's amazing, Sharp. I think it's Yeah, really it is fun. really good. Okay, so I feel like you maybe already kind of answered this, but how do you feel about horror movies? <laughs> oh, I hate them. I hate all. I hate scary movies. <laughs> um, uh, that's why I picked uh, this movie. But uh, okay, great. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to. I actually wasn't allowed to watch scary. I grew up really religious, so I wasn't um, allowed mm. to watch movies with demons or witches or any kind of like element of the evil. Oh, okay. And right. then, uh, so when I became an adult and I was allowed to watch scary movies, I feel like I you was had no it tolerance. Just, yeah, I just say yeah, everything was just I was just too sensitive to like anything. So, yeah, no, I have no interest in them. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of interest in people who like scary movies. I find it fascinating that they like it but i i know i can't fathom how people are like not scared like some like i get i am getting braver as we do this part i can like understand how you build up a tolerance but people mm -hmm. who are just straight up like oh yeah that nothing i see in a movie scares me and i can just watch anything at all i'm like how our yeah. brains must be so different well it's also the people who like the feeling of being scared they're That's like true really too. enjoy it i was gonna say it's what we were just talking about that cathartic feeling of being right. scared in a controlled environment mm -hmm. and also for me sometimes i feel like and this is true of very sad movies as well. It's like makes me feel like, 
oh, things aren't that scary in my life. Things aren't that sad in my life. Whoa. Is that mean to do? But it's like, I'm... No, no, I think that's like healthy. <laughs> no, yeah, I have. I like sad movies. I like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Like maybe it's like uh, like putting myself... Because I do feel that way. My movies are the one thing I do when I'm like depressed. Is watch yeah, it lets you like put yeah. that emotion. It's like externalizing it in a way, which maybe isn't healthy. I don't know. I haven't thought this through enough, but I feel like that is a little <laughs> bit what's happening with me is I can place some of my emotions on this movie and like let him let him go <laughs> i think that sounds healthy i also don't know but it's really beautiful <laughs> i think that sounds healthy it's really beautiful <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys um, okay well, so lamar what's the scary is there a movie that you saw that like really traumatized you at, at any point in your life uh let me think let me think um have you ever gone to like a theater with friends or you've just always turned down that invite i, I, I saw i went to see scream in the theater Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that pretty fun. I didn't, I wasn't, that was, I, I can, I can handle sometimes when it's not too gross. Like I, I like, uh, yeah. like, I, mm-hmm. like, I like, like, you know, like who, who killed me kind of thing. A little whodunit, a little yeah, mystery like, aspect yeah, to yeah, it yeah. is fun. I, I describe those as, as horror movies that, that want you, the viewer to have a good time. Like yeah. I can also sort of do those that yeah, are like, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they're not trying to, destroy you <laughs> yeah yeah i can't think of when yeah like maybe jason or freddy krueger that's just like i i remember seeing that night in a theater but i remember watching a little bit of it trying to just see it just to be aware of that cultural phenomenon and then yeah. I, was like, I was like oh this is disgusting i don't i don't like this <laughs> i was like why is this a thing <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's okay to know that about yourself and to not watch those movies. I think that's totally I fine. I want to, though, as a filmmaker, because I feel like I got approached to write scary movies like, mm, from interesting. film companies, and I like want to be able to do it, but I just, I just can't do it. Because I was like, oh, I want to have an appreciation for it. Because it does, this, it definitely yeah. feels like there's an art to it, or like, right. like some sort of art to what they're doing. Well, we got to tell you, I think from three years of doing this podcast, you do get braver. So <laughs> you can just force <laughs> yourself for three force years yourself through it, <laughs> and you'll feel slightly braver. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those night terrors would come back for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I try to watch cartoons before I go to bed now. Like I try to like clean yeah, you my need palate. a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so tell us your relationship with this movie. The first time you saw My Best Friend is a Vampire. Oh, yeah. I think this was just one of those movies that was on TV one day. Like, you know, like I, I have I love 80s, 80s comedies, this era mm-hmm. of 80s comedy, like Can't Buy Me Love. Um, uh, well, I guess I like that one. <laughs> but, and this one. but I uh, I remember I, I feel like they have a certain energy to them. So when I see it, mm-hmm. I know what it is. So I like probably just saw it and I was like, I'll watch this. And then mm-hmm. um, and then and then I was like, oh, this is like kind of funny and, and made me laugh. And then I was like, cool, I like this movie. And then I, it would come on all the time and I was watching it every time it came on. Yeah, yeah it's not scary. Not scary at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's not too scary, yeah. I think. Uh, most people could handle it. I don't, yeah. I think everybody, I'm trying to think if there's even everybody, every single person. Yeah. Would you call it a horror movie thing? It says horror in, on the IMDb. It is tagged. I think just because of the presence of vampires, it gets mm-hmm. awarded that awarded <laughs> labeled. Do you think, since you said everyone could watch this movie, do you think there's anyone, anyone on earth <laughs> who's really scared of vampires? Just like the like, oh, genuinely scared, oh, yeah, genuinely scared of vampires. There's gotta be. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're real, right? So they probably couldn't watch this movie. <laughs> the vampires are real. <laughs> this movie is making a lighthearted version of this. Yeah, this there's parts in Twilight yeah. that are probably scarier than this movie. There are parts of there are parts of Twilight that are scary. I'll come out and say it. I'll come out and say it. <laughs> oh yeah, Twilight is yeah, it could be a little scary. Yeah, mm-hmm, the vampires mm-hmm. are but vampires are always in the world of monsters, like vampires are never too scary to me. I guess well, they were more like sexual. Like I yeah. think, yeah, because they're so yeah. sexy and yeah. cool. They're so sexy, sexy yeah. and cool. They were kind of scary in, in True Blood. They were a little scary in oh, True really? Blood. Yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. I think they're also pretty sexy in True Blood. <laughs> I mean, I well, mean, that's sort of I mean, the whole point, the right? <laughs> yeah. Which one's more? Which one's more? <laughs> they're hypersexual in True Blood, and I want everyone to know that um, I wa- watched the pilot episode with my mom, and I don't recommend doing that. It has a very <laughs> intense sex scene in that pilot. The most intense sex scene I've ever seen in my life. I was just sitting there with my mom in our wow. living room, just like, well. Are you going to say something? Or am I going to say something? <laughs> so I'll just yeah. pretend this is normal. But I love vampires. I think they're funny and interesting and cool. And I love a vampire movie. So I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited for this. Well, I will tell you that there is uh, not a lot of information about this movie as far as trivia. There is no Rotten Tomatoes score, no Metacritic what? score. It has six on IMDb. Okay. No budget available. Box office, $174,380. Very specific. (laughs) Not a lot, not a lot. Not a lot. Especially, I think the budget... Mm, it's it doesn't look like you know huge budget or anything, but there's a lot of car stunts and car chases and yeah. car crashes. So I feel like those aren't cheap. Just car chases alone must have cost a, a a good amount. And no no trivia really. And there's also no trailer. Isn't that crazy? What? No, there is. I saw a trailer. I watched on YouTube. I saw one. You did? I thought I did because <gasps> I I watched the trailer before I recommended to y'all because I wanted okay, to make sure. Okay, can you find? Like, can you find it? I I looked and I couldn't find one. Ah, uh, let me see. Oh, it's because on YouTube it says I was a teenage vampire trailer. That's a different title, but it is the right movie. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was. I was a teenage vampire. Okay, that's crazy. <gasps> awesome. Okay, great. Well, let's watch this trailer then. Every teenager has problems. But when Jeremy Capallo looked in the mirror, he knew things were not quite normal. The mirror's not working. They say older women are different. He just wanted to find out how. At last, a movie you can sink your teeth into. So you think you have problems? I'm so confused about this title situation. I know. Yeah. What is that? I guess was, maybe it was called that. And they changed the I know, title. I'm looking up right now. I was a teenage. There's a movie in 1957 called I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Oh, my God. There's another movie called I Was a Teenage Zombie. Well, both seem correct. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. I... I want to see this movie like Me too. immediately. It looks super fun. Yeah. It looks so fun. And you saw you got a taste of some of those car chases. I got a wish. From watching the trailer now, it did look kind of scary. Or like some of this bad stuff was scary. It do, yeah, it looks like it has like some scary moments in it for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it also looks looks a little bit horny. Looks like the whole. I mean, you'll tell us, but the whole ordeal starts with him having sex with an older woman, it's which very, is like, like okay. horny. It's like a, it has that angsty eighties like horniness to it. Like, yeah, they just talk about having sex constantly. Love it. I feel like they're really going for like, okay, so people like risky business. Okay, so he's yeah. um, it's sort of like a brown haired white boy with sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> they even mention Tom Cruise by name in this film. They do, oh, yeah. Fuck. Yes, you. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website. And put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. No, I'm going to love it. <laughs> should we dive in? I think we absolutely should. All right. So we start off with uh, uh, as a teenage boy and he's, it, it opens with this dream, like, which is crazy. Speaking of dreams, like, yeah, I guess it's, I wouldn't call it a nightmare, but it was just like a nice. Was this before or after your night terror? This dream, <laughs> this dream sequence, because maybe it added into it. <laughs> This was definitely after, I th- but right. it definitely reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was the first thing mm-hmm. that popped up when you asked me what my uh, scariest thing is all week was. <laughs> but they, uh, he's dreaming, he has this, so there's these two girls. I kind of like how, uh, I like characters when they're like supposed to be nerdy, but they're not too lame. Like he's still like a cool guy, but he's just like the nerdy guy. And then, <laughs> um, 
So he has this one girl, this like really attractive girl is like into him in high school. And then it's this other girl. The hot cheerleader. Yeah. And then there's like another kind of like bandy band girl who's like a little more quirky and weirder. And he's like really likes her more. And then he the girl the, that girl takes him to the girl's locker room. It's crazy. Ooh. She takes him into the shower and they're about to have sex. And then what? it's like uh she turns in this the girl, the quirky girl turns into a vampire, this this woman who, who is a real vampire in real life. And then he's like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And she disappears. And then all these girls are like, are like, what the fuck are you doing in the uh, locker room? And then they uh, cash, then they, a nun comes in and, and cash rates him. <laughs> what? <laughs> With scissors. It was so funny. And he wakes up and then he's like, First thing he does is like grab his dick to see if he's still there. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. My dick is still here. So then uh, he's telling his homie about it. uh, Who's who's kind of like a, like, you know, perverted, like, like sex fiend. The main guy's name is Jeremy and his friend's name is Ralph. Yeah. Ralph. Ralph is a sex fiend. For reference. Yeah. Ralph is horny as hell. Got it. Copy that. Yeah. He's horny. He's like, you gotta have sex. You gotta have sex. Sex, sex, sex. And then the other guy's kind of like a sweet guy or whatever. He's like, I want to get to know women first or whatever. So um, I think he's kind of a, like an 80s version of a uh, Instacart delivery guy. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Delivers groceries <laughs> to people's houses. Yep. Which, um, I, th- I found very delightful. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> also, like his they, his parents are hilarious. That When he leaves the house, his, his dad always... Um, uh, isn't looking at a newspaper every time you see him. So he's like always reading a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, it's there's hilarious. a joke of of how he doesn't remember what his dad looks like because he's mm-hmm. just always behind the newspaper. He he's like a very sweet kid and just has yeah, good, it has good like vibes. Good family. Yeah, good family. <laughs> Even though his family Cute. is like, like work. mildly homophobic. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd say more than mm. mildly. Interesting. <laughs> 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 they have like a lot of concerns. <laughs> But uh, basically, okay, what happened out of that? So then uh, he's delivering groceries, but he's super excited because most of the customers are old ladies. But this this is the first time it might be somebody young and cool or whatever. Mm. So, but it's in this mm. old abandoned mansion up in the hill. And it turns out to be this really hot, like, uh, woman who is, like, of, uh, has vampire vibes immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> in a spooky aman- abandoned mansion of course yeah yeah sure sure yeah he didn't question that at all he was just like yeah you just live here alone <laughs> and she's like yeah yeah I really like you I, w- I would love to sleep with you later <laughs> if you want to come back she and comes on strong yeah really strong and just it, sort of normal woman stuff yeah and then mm-hmm. Jeremy's like oh my god uh, he kind of leaves and tells his horny friend Ralph about it and Ralph is like you gotta oh, wait, do there's it. something gotta- there's oh, yeah. something she does in this scene that was a little shocking to me he mm-hmm. he comes in and there's a cat there at first and the cat scratches yeah. him and then she comes down and is like oh Nora's a little scared of strangers and sees that he's wow. bleeding and her eyes wow. light up at the blood at on his finger did not catch that <laughs> and she grabs it and is like saying I can you know make it better for you or something and sticks his finger in his in her mouth and just starts sucking it and it's so <laughs> it's so like aggressively sexual and he just has no idea what the how the fuck to respond he's so overwhelmed by how strong this lady's coming on he's like my mom usually puts band-aids on him yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I didn't realize there was blood oh. on it. I remember, I remember her sucking his finger, but I mm-hmm. totally forgot. That I didn't even catch the blood part of it. Which yeah. That makes so much more wow. sense now. Yeah. Well, if, if Twilight rules are to be believed, that's very difficult. That self-control. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she's a strong, strong-ass vampire. Really strong. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's... So he's like trying to decide if he should come go back or if this is like super weird or whatever then he's uh but he's like you know had not really having sex though like the, ralph is kind of like you should go have sex and then oh they're and they're having this conversation in the in the cafeteria and then all these girls are in the table next to him because he's like uh, jeremy's kind of like you know like being very having a lot of anxiety about it he's like uh i don't know this is kind of weird i don't think i should do this and then all these girls are like just do it nerd <laughs> they, like, they, sent, they just sent him to his grave but like he was like okay so he goes uh he goes, he goes to the house ralph ralph gives him a ride Ralph is like, obviously you're going. I actually kind of appreciate that, that Ralph was willing to do that. That was kind of a good, yeah. a good friend. He was like, right, I'll, friend, stay, I'll stay in the car with you while, while you go. Jeremy is in a suit and tie, which is very funny to me. He dress, he really dresses up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it, I think important to note, she's the woman from his dream in the opening scene. And he's... Oh very thrown by that okay so he recalls that he's like wait a minute yeah mm-hmm. but he, and he's thinking of it in that moment as like a serendipitous thing it less like scary it's a sign like, it's a sign oh, this is this is right. uh, this is meant to be or something mm-hmm. uh so yeah they like they start making out right they, they get it in like pretty quickly right <laughs> and then yeah. so this is these guys uh my two favorite kids this is professor and his like sidekick who are like vamp <laughs> like vampire hunters? So they're like yeah. already pulling up to the house, uh, watching this happen because they've been watching the, this Nora, the other van- the woman vampire Nora is her name, and they're like, we're gonna kill her basically. And they see the kid going, and they're like, oh, that is that a vampire too? So it's like we gotta. It's too late. Even if it is, it's too late. He's he's a goner too. And these guys are like fanatics, like. The kind of Looney Tunes, and he, the professor with fat shames his sidekick constantly. Which oh, is cool! Crazy. What and, uh, the eighties are fucked up. Man. The eighties, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. That character. That's also the character who got, who got thrown out the window. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's like the eighties were a time of fat jokes and homophobic jokes. Like the, it's like. Oh, being yeah. fat or being yeah. gay is like the punchline a lot of times in this movie. Oh, so funny! Oh my god. Yeah. And then, yeah, she like, that's a classic scene of the vampire scene where they're having, about to have sex and she just fucking bites his neck. Man, it looked like it hurt. Oof, oof. He doesn't, he doesn't act like it hurt though. Okay. That's no. what my question is. Does he think, cause he, he's a, he's a virgin, right? So is he's there not a, a virgin. Like, I guess this is sex. He's not a virgin. Yeah. But his story didn't add up. The story he said, he's like, yeah, I had sex on camp. Like it was like some like oh, random. Like, like maybe, maybe he's lying. Yeah, yeah he's I think lying. he was just trying to. Yeah, like, Sammy, I think he's lying. Face. But I don't know. Okay, okay. That's interesting. But I don't know if there was like a virgin element to why she wanted to like seduce him. No, but you're right. He didn't. When he got bit, he thought it was more like, "Whoa, she's sex." Like it was like more. She's like, freaky. Like, this woman's yeah, intense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's freaky. Yeah, he didn't pick up on the uh, the fact that he, she was trying to suck his blood. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they come in to put the the professor and his sidekick. 
Do you remember? I'm bad with names. Uh, professor, we can just call him Professor. The other guy's name is Grimsdyke, which is very funny. I feel like it's Grimsdyke. Like, mm, reminds me of fairy tales. What are those fairy tales called? Grim, Grim's Grim, Grim? fairy tale. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. That's why it reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, yeah, that's probably why. Because it's the or same. Like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah. It's like a ridiculous name like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just a very silly name. And then he, so I guess he, he runs out, uh, Jeremy runs out of the house, the professor and, and Grimsdyke basically killed Nora. Oh, shit. Mm. We don't see it, but they, it seems like that's what's happening. And Jeremy also thinks, like, she, he doesn't know that that's what's happening. He assumes that it's her husband or somebody coming home. And because they basically oh. just come in and start, fuss starts happening. People are yelling and he just runs the fuck out of there. So he assumes it's, oh, the husband came home and is pissed. Right. And so all that happened to him is he got, he got yes. bit. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the assumption is probably that if they hadn't been interrupted, she would have sucked all his blood out and killed him, but maybe didn't get to finish Unclear, that Unclear, or like, okay. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, because it, it, the thing about this movie, they really try to like, like go against a lot of traditional vampire, yeah. like I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So oh, like, okay. I, I, it could be have that, or it could be just like, she just wanted to turn him into a vampire. Yeah. The, the whole okay. thing, well, we'll get to it later, but the, I, we could just, the the interesting take in this movie is that these vampires are good people <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and then the, oh. the humans are actually being kind of like the monsters yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they uh yeah, um, like discriminatory against yeah yeah they're, yeah they're, they're like being racist against like them. persecuting yeah interesting yeah it's very interesting and then um so he doesn't but he doesn't know he's a vampire he just thinks he's the next morning he's like i feel sick you know and his mom is like you look so pale and stuff and then he's like i'm fine i'm just not hungry or whatever but he uh, still goes to school at some point he sees a man a mysterious looking man mm-hmm. watching him in a long trench coat just outside his window at one <laughs> point and so we kind of get that image of him lurking around yeah and he thinks it's like a cop because he thinks like oh so then he looked at so in the morning because uh dad is reading the newspaper again which is like his funny bit which i love i love that bit <laughs> and then he goes and he sees on the backside of the newspaper jeremy sees that the house he was at was is blown to bits they blew it up the professor oh so shit he's like, mm. he thinks this cop is after him because it, he thinks that they might think that he, has <sighs> he was at the do. scene of the crime exactly, yeah. and uh he's trying to tell ralph about it and ralph is like man uh it's fine we're, we're fine don't worry about it or whatever he's doing that thing where he's being very dismissive of his uh anxiety. so the woman you just had sex with house blew yeah. up who cares, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> yeah right when we were there like, this is a serious problem <laughs> uh, so i drove you away in a getaway car whatever <laughs> so after school we got our first car chase there are quite a few <gasps> and they recognize the professor and Grimsdyke drive this van and they saw it the night before and they recognize it out front of the school or it's following them or something because the people, mm-hmm. the guys in the van saw them get away and are now trying to pers- pursue them to kill them because they assume they're also vampires and they're vampire hunters. So they're like, that's our next goal is to kill this kid that escaped last night. Right. And so they're following them. A car chase ensues. They're like pretty crazy car chases each time i was like damn yeah. they're really fucking it going for it in these car chases yeah and i like that ralph is like not afraid to put this pedal to the metal yeah <laughs> he's like, he's like yeah. let's go then and, mm-hmm. and he like they the mom has this quirky thing she does where she listens to uh 
police radio. So she has like a police radio in her house. So she like <laughs> knows when the cops are like doing speed traps and stuff. So earlier when he left the house, she told him there's a speed trap on uh, Fountain and Industrial or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they remember. So the way they got away was like they went to the speed trap and like parked and then the the van with professors mm. went too fast and then the cops went after them. So that was nice. very, 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 very I was on the edge of my bed. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they still don't know what's going on. They're just like, think it's like a husband trying to like. Yeah. Up. They just know it's not good that whatever these people are after it's, they're stressing them out. They seem bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he goes to work Jeremy goes to work again at the grocery store and sees that same trench coat man and Mm. is trying to hide from him and looks up at the little convex mirror thing in the corner of the grocery store to see Mm -hmm. that he's gone and the coast is clear, but then walks out and he is right there. Maybe he doesn't have a reflection. Mm. Uh And then he sees Darla, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, Hey girl, <laughs> this is the, this is the girl that he has a crush on, uh, and she's like, and he's like, help me, he, and then he tries to, then they they go into the cooler to hide from this guy, and she's mm. like, she, this girl is so funny because she thinks that like he she thinks this guy is so weird because every time he sees that he she sees him he's doing something insane but yeah, like he it's, pulls <laughs> her into like the back stock room and is like i'm being followed by this man and she's yeah. like what the fuck is your deal <laughs> like yeah. i don't see any man i think he's gone by then maybe but she also i just have to say looks exactly like Mackenzie davis and january jones mixed together if anybody oh. I, yeah she's hot and I just couldn't stop seeing those two actresses. So if anybody watches this, just know that that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking the whole time. I want to Google immature. Curious. Interesting. He he gets a. I don't think he um, ever has a or he doesn't talk to trench coat man yet. Trench coat man leaves or some, okay. something. And then he goes home and he's at this point getting really like disgusted by food and can't mm. eat his breakfast, mm. can't eat, drink his soda at school. And he's getting really hungry. And so he's home at night and start, he's trying to make a smoothie. He keeps saying like, I think I need protein. I need protein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a protein deficiency. That like, that's it. That's how he's like, I understanding his, this what's happening to his body. And his dad, his dad is like, uh, what are you doing? And then, uh, and then, but he, so he leaves, goes upstairs and then uh, Jeremy's like, man, he's putting like eggs in there, milk in the blender. Ew. Ew. But he's like, he's like, this isn't enough. Something's missing. And then he goes in the fridge and he pulls out a raw steak and he's like, Ugh. he he pulls all the blood and he drips the blood <gasps> into the uh, smoothie and he's like, Ew. he's wringing it like a washcloth to the steak. Yeah, yeah. Twisting. Like, like twisting all the blood out. And then he's kind of like freaking out because he's like, he wants to drink that shit, but he doesn't want to. He obviously thinks it's insane. So he runs upstairs and then dad, dad comes back down. And it's like, mm. and he's like, dude, this smoothie looks good. <laughs> he takes this good. And he's like, oh, I didn't get sick. And it runs out. I love it. I love that scene. <laughs> I like how the parents, I like how the parents are actually present in this film. Love I feel that. like too often yeah. you don't get to see the parents. I want to know their reactions. I'm all here for it. I love that. Yeah, they both were so funny. Yeah, they were so a part of the whole movie. Like, they were in every act. Yeah. Then he goes back up to his room, and the man with the trench coat is in there. Mm. Oh, boy. And basically, 
he again is like thinking this is a cop. He's like, I'll cooperate. I'll do whatever you want. And he says, the woman you slept with was infected, I think is what yeah, yeah. the term he uses. And then Jeremy gets scared mm. thinking he has an STD now. He's thinking now he's from the health department. Yeah, he's like, but she seems so clean. <laughs> and eventually the man reveals no like she's a vampire <laughs> yeah he, he does like slow burn in a way that yeah he like dances insane. around it for a bit and then he's like can you just and then jeremy's like can you just get to the point and then he's like all right ah. he's but then he complains about the young generation how he won everything instantly and he's like i was trying to lead up to <laughs> <Okay>. it but... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he then jeremy has a, the right right reaction of just being very upset about this like no way this is bullshit like you really denying it but this guy this man has good intentions he's trying to like help him like you know adjust to the mm-hmm. uh life of peace and he gives him a book right a book about vamp mm-hmm. like there's a lot of the like he was like this is your handbook it's going to tell you what's happening to you and like a lot of the things that you're going to go through and it was very sweet. Like, he was a very sweet guy. <laughs> Do we think that this man is a vampire? Oh, he's definitely or... a vampire. Yeah, because he didn't show up yes. in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, he didn't show up in the mirror. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Sorry, I thought we were talking about Jeremy didn't show up in the mirror. Uh, I got confused. No, the man, um, yeah, he, in the early scene, uh, the man was in, in the see, mirror. I see, And then, um, but then Jeremy also has that same reveal, too. He looks in the mirror and can't, and we saw it in the trailer when he goes. He's like, my, yeah. my reflection. This mirror's broken. This mirror's broken. That doesn't, um, that's not how mirrors work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it can't be broken. It, yeah. it doesn't have mechanisms in it. That <laughs> I know. That would be my, to me, like, I feel like if I looked in a mirror and I didn't see my reflection, my first thought would be, like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even think that. Yes, 100%. mirror's broken. Especially <laughs> because it's like, it looked like the mirror reflected other yeah. things. <laughs> have you guys ever had when an automatic sliding door won't open for you? And you, I have mm-hmm. like a moment of panic then of like, well, I'm invisible. You don't exist. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. 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 I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like somehow insulting. I feel like when, it, yes. when, it, when and like mechanical or like automatic things don't work for me, I'm like, ah, but hey, yeah. <laughs> like feels like they're being rude to me. The panic that sets in that's so quickly. And also it's like the shame, the deep shame of it where you're like, it's how, like oh embarrassing. My God, people, oh my especially people if there's somebody it? else in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. when you're like trying to get the sink and you have to be like, ah, it just doesn't. I like as, as if there's something wrong. The with sink you. is so annoying because sometimes it is just it. Ju- it does just take ten thousand times of waving your hands and then it'll finally work. But sometimes they are broken, and so it's like when's that perfect <laughs> moment to be yeah. like, okay, time to give up on this one and move to the next one. Know, it's like there's like just enough broken ones for it to like yeah you know, to generally be suspicious <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> or the moment the moment when you like move on and you go to the next sink and then someone and then else and no and then someone else comes up and they're trying to get it to work and you have to be like it doesn't work. Yeah, and then you have to like go through everyone. Everyone has to tell everyone else. <laughs> I just oh those bathroom interactions. I dread them. I dread yeah. them. Yeah. Just get out. Especially during COVID. <laughs> I, I, I don't like talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's disgusting. Uh, okay. <laughs> so now he's like, all right, I'm, uh, he's like really stressed out, right? So so the man's name is uh, Modoc. He tells him his name's Modoc. And yeah, basically says like, I'm your, I'm here to help you. I'm your mentor. And the mom hears them talking in the room and comes upstairs saying, Jeremy, I hear, is there a man in your room? And opens the door <laughs> and Modoc is gone. And hmm. so she's, you know, thinks, okay, I must have, I guess, 
been imagining that. Good night. And outside of his window, we see a wolf howling and running away. And so yeah. the in, impression we get is that he turned into this wolf and jumped out the window. But yeah. there's a part also where Jeremy asks, can I turn into a bat? And he says, don't be ridiculous, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which seems unfair. I feel like if you can turn into a wolf, doesn't seem that yeah. crazy. Or, or is the wolf howling a real wolf howling and running away because a vampire is there because wolves and vampires. No, again, this, is a, this is it. This is him because later we see more, oh, okay. more of this stuff. But also previously in Nora's house, we're kind of led to believe that Nora was also the cat because she first uh-huh. says that her cat Nora is scared of strangers and then later right. introduces herself as Nora. And he says, I thought that was your cat's name. And she says, oh, yeah, uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. OK. So okay. they just have some sort of transforming powers, wolves, cats, yeah. but not bats. Don't be ridiculous. Not bats. That's insane. Yeah. And then uh, there was a running joke where every time he would bring something up, and then the Modoc would be like, you haven't read the book. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> like, all this information is in the book. <laughs> this is the first instinct of his mom thinking that he might be a homosexual. <laughs> but he's, she's like, oh, this man. <laughs> he's like, there's a man in here. And now she's like oh. suspicious. It's, it's like oh. very weird. Like, you know, like she's she's like a concerned mom. Like, oh, no, he might be like something, you know, like that kind of thing. But yeah, she doesn't yeah. think vampire. She thinks he's gay. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah. 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 Got and it. the next Got morning, it. the parents see him talking to Modoc again in the Modoc has driven up front in his car and all, like offers him a ride to school. And the parents watch him get in the car with this older man and are like, who is that man? <laughs> Honestly, a reasonable concern. Reasonable, reasonable concern, absolutely. And also go outside and ask. I feel like if your son who is still a child <laughs> is getting in a car with, a, like he's a teenager, but still I would, it, I would. Any adult that you don't I would know. say, uh, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're concerned for the wrong reason. Yeah, they're more worried that he's sure, gay than yeah. he's being abducted, which I, would, would be my concern. <laughs> <laughs> right, correct, yeah. Uh, and he explains to him, because it's daytime and they're out in the day and, and Jeremy says, you know, if we were vampires, wouldn't we not be allowed to be out in the day? And there's an explanation given here that I don't quite understand where he says, well, we're living vampires, not undead vampires. Right. Which so that's I, what I was thinking. Like, don't know that uh, distinction. Going back to Emily's first question, I feel like Nora wasn't may have never had that intention with him. Like, I feel like when, mm. when he said that made me think that, like, oh, maybe they just turn people into like living people into vampires just with a bite or whatever mm-hmm. and don't suck their blood. Uh-huh. because. The other thing he says is like, you're going to you're going to want blood. But we instead of drinking blood out of humans, we drink pig's blood from the butcher shop. So yep. they like these vampires are good people. <laughs> are they, they're, trying to, they're like the Cullens in that way. It, yeah, it's interesting. It does feel like a metaphor for something. I don't know what was going on in that 1987, but it, like they were saying, like, there's been a lot of bad apples uh, over the years who like who make vampires a bad name but like we really are like you Mm. know just trying to you know just trying to live a life you know it is confusing because it it does have this metaphor of of saying you know people are afraid of what they don't understand and we are persecuted Mm. is it like for homosexuality is it like aids hiv or aids yeah yeah maybe it's aids but it is yeah. So at odds with the homophobia. But then they're, <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's, right. that's weird. So I, 
I don't know. I, I think that it, it is trying to comment on that, but then it ha- it undercuts it by making these jokes of like, hope he's not gay, where it's like, okay, well, right. which, which message are we trying to say here? It's a little confusing. Mm. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the luxury is that Jeremy finds out it's so Modoc is like, how old am I? How old do you think I am? He's like, I don't know, 50. And he's like, he's like, this year I'll be celebrating my 200th birthday. And he's basically <gasps> like, for every year, every year, you or every 10 years, every decade, a vampire ages one year. Oh, so they do mm-hmm. age. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting too. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he's like, he's, he's name dropping all these people that he used to kick it with, like, uh, you know, fake, like Mozart. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's warming to the idea now. He's like, okay, like maybe I am. He's still not a thousand percent convinced, but the signs okay. are there. He is craving blood. He is turning more pale. He's getting more sensitive to light. So mm-hmm. he's, he takes the book and goes to school and they do a, dr- a driving test. Ralph has to take a driver's test yeah. <laughs> and we get crazy car chase number two again that van starts pursuing them during this driving test and it's pretty funny the driving instructor guy or whoever's in the passenger seat grading him is Mm -hmm. in the car for this car chase and screaming Uh and at the end of it says you'll never drive in this town again (laughs) (laughs) that was great and once again they get away then back at school, Jeremy finds Darla alone in the band room practicing her saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> real like, sultry, <laughs> sultry sax. Yeah. Very That's a real cool. like the 80s and the 90s love the saxophone. Remember Bill Clinton yeah, played absolutely. the saxophone? Lisa Simpson played the saxophone. It was, awesome. it was like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this Darla girl is like, she's really. Like, I feel like by t- today, she'd be like a real catch. She's kind of like real hipster, like kind of cool. She's definitely hot, but they do the kind of she's all that thing where she has glasses and and short hair. So it's like Darla. Ralph is like disgusted by her. Like, Darla, you. Yeah. Her hair's not even long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he asked her out, right? He, this is, yep. he, that's what I mean. He's like, he's in there, but he's like incredibly confident. Like, he's like, I would love to take you out. <laughs> she's like okay or she kind of was like charmed by him mm-hmm. and then well he goes oh he, he gets he goes to pick her up and meets her parents the darla's dad is you know green they're all like excited because I, I don't think darla gets a lot of dates or whatever <laughs> her mom by the way is kathy bates what really oh, I didn't oh what that. oh shit and it's just for this one scene and i was because this i think is Oh, no, it must not have been after Misery, huh? Misery was 90. Yeah, was she, like, not a big actor at this point? Yeah, only one scene. now I have to look this up. That's crazy. It shocked me, because, yeah, I didn't even notice her name in the um, credits, and then I was just like, damn, Kathy Bates. That is wild. Yeah, this must have, this was early in her career. I don't recognize any of the titles of other things she did prior. Maybe this is the role that broke her. Yeah, a bunch of little, like, one-off, one-off parts. Brian is real. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like, they're real um, excited and they make them pose for a photo for her first date. Some pol- Take some Polaroids of them together before the date. She's so embarrassed. Darla's going, Mom, like, come on, this is uh, I'm mortified. And uh, as they leave to go on the date, the Polaroids develop and he is not in the photos and they're thinking the camera's oh. broken. They're shaking it like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not thinking that he's probably a vampire. No. Uh, then they, but this is my favorite scene. Like, that pizza looks so good. Damn, I'm hungry mm-hmm. most. Like, but they, they're at this pizza place. Yeah, now I want pizza. Oh, pizza he, too. He tries to eat the pizza, but he can't because, and he's like, ah, like he's like, it's, like, it's almost like the pizza is like attacking him. He's like, ah. It's <laughs> so funny. Darla's like, gets the waiter over it. Oh, he was like, he's like, are you sick? Like, and then she goes, Darla goes, I heard you've been sick lately, which is weird that people were talking about that at school. They were like, Jeremy's been sick, but uh, he has been and he's sick. like, I don't know. And then she's like, maybe you're, you're allergic to something. And then he, she brings over the waiter and the waiter's like, names everything. She's like, you guys wanted everything. So there's anchovies, everything. And garlic is on it. And he was like, oh, <gasps> garlic. This is, I think Jeremy's like, fuck, I'm really a vampire. But he's still trying to fight it. He's like, he doesn't want to be a vampire, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Is this like a, this is a metaphor for, maybe this is like a, like a metaphor for like, uh, like they, like being in a closet or whatever. I don't know. Realizing yeah, or realizing like, hey, that you're it happens gay. a lot yeah. in vampire m- movies. I think in True Blood, there's yeah. a lot of that mm-hmm. subtext as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Of like, fight it all you want, but it just is true. Yeah. And if you embrace it, you can find a way to live your life. Mm-hmm. People will villainize you, but they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Wow. That makes me think, look at this movie differently. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. How nice. How nice. Yeah, they just kind of messed up with the gay jokes. But, yeah, if, know, that, if those were you know, yeah. them all, like, you know, you, yeah. you're doing it all. But yeah, the he's going he's having a great time with Darla. It's a great day. Really, really happy for him. And uh they are all going to this romantic lookout, and then he sees uh, to the left of them or to the right of them is another car with uh Darla's friend who's like her hot friend who's like making out with some guy. And she sees him and and she sees Jeremy and Darla over there. And then Jeremy's like, you know, have, they're having a normal day. Seems pretty. They're like connecting and stuff. And then they, he says he really likes her. And then he kisses her and they start making out. And then he's like getting real like his teeth are starting to come out the the, the, the fangs <gasps> and he's like he I was so scared. I was like, oh, no, he's going to bite her. And he was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, like this close to biting her neck, but was trying to try to stop himself. And then he just freaks out and like. Kicks her, kicks her out of the car. He's like, "You got it. I gotta go." And he, and he kicks her out of his car and then leaves her there and drives off. And then uh, her friend, uh, her friend was like, "Like basically, he's like I told you he was an asshole." Basically, I mean, yeah, that's that's a pretty wild move. And he, so he drives home and no, he drives to the butcher shop and he's like ordering. A, <laughs> he's like, "Let me get a, let me get a." bucket of ribs and some chicken and wait really what he wants is the pig's blood so he orders all this stuff and then he's like oh, can i have a pint of pl- uh, like a little quart of pig's blood make that a pint of pig's blood and then uh and then he's like i'll just get that i'll just get any not all the other meat yeah. actually yeah, i just want that and then uh the butcher is totally down with it he's like down with vampires so he's like Hey, it's the first time, isn't it? <laughs> and then and he's like, <gasps> the butcher knows. Yeah, yeah. The butcher's in on it. Yeah, I love that. He's Amazing. like, he's like, he's like, helps them. He like supplies blood for them. <laughs> so then, uh, so uh, he takes the blood and he goes home. And then he takes a sip. Of, he t- takes his finger, dips it, and he's like, "Not bad. It's not bad at all." And he's like, and then he starts drinking it. And then this is like him basically being like. Embracing yeah. it now, embracing it. That the music comes on, it's like things are getting better, and I gotta wait. <laughs> say, 
sheets. And then he wakes up, he's sleeping under his bed. Now, now he's like, he's like, he's like getting, he's understanding the best way to live as a vampire. And then he got like, then he wakes, it's like a montage. Basically. He's got the, he's got a picture of himself on the mirror so he can see like what he kind of looks like. <laughs> but anyway, he's embracing it. He's cool. He's walking out. Uh, his parents are like, "Are everything okay with you? And he's like, everything is great. And he like winks at his parents as he leaves the door and he walks out. And he's I, we, at, some, at some point, Moda gave him his car, uh, which I forgot that scene. I think we skipped over that scene. But basically, he's like driving off in this that guy's Mercedes BMW and it says mm-hmm. Nightman on oh, his, his like yeah. says Nightman. <laughs> And he drives. Up. So he's fully he's he's transitioned into the Tom Cruise version yeah. of himself. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. this is where we are. This is where we are. It's I great. love it. I love a montage. At some point, uh, the he's like talking to Modoc, probably probably at the when he gives him the car or whatever. And I just liked at one point he says that he's really sad about the garlic because he really loves garlic. <laughs> uh-huh. I, would I would be, be sad too. I love garlic. That would very be a very upset. I can't eat garlic because of freaking IBS, and I am sad about it. So I really related. Or you're a vampire. <laughs> Maybe I'm a vampire. <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, but yeah, Modoc tells him, like, you really should be reading this book. You could do some pretty cool shit now. You're a vampire. There's mind control and all this shit. And so Jeremy decides he's going to try to use the mind control to smooth things over with Darla. And so he goes to school and they're doing the marching band practice outside. And he uh, walks up to apologize to her. And she's obviously mad. He left her at the makeout point. And so mm-hmm. he's he's trying to say, like, I'm so sorry. Give me another chance. And she's angry and saying no. And so then he puts his fingers to his temple and looks like he's focusing <laughs> really hard, like he's going to do some mind control. And he says, stop right there. She stops. He says, raise your right hand. And she raises her right hand and he says, when I snap my fingers, you will forgive me and agree to go on a second date with me and snaps his fingers and she lowers her hand and looks at him and is just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like she's was playing (laughs) along with it. Yeah. Yeah. She thought it was a joke. Yeah. And she storms off again. And now he's in even deeper shit. And he goes... Well, he needs to read the book. Yeah, he's got to read the book. He doesn't know how to use his powers yet. Now he tells Ralph he goes home after school. Yeah, yeah. Ralph comes in like, and he's like, uh, before he wakes up, the mom is like, can you figure out what's going on with him? Like, uh, there was a man in his room a couple of days ago and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what's going on. So he goes he says up. like he's having la- trouble with the ladies. Yeah, yeah. He's having tr- la- ladies trouble. Yeah. And then he goes up. And then Jeremy's like, how does he tell him? He just says, I'm a vampire, right? Yeah, he's he like, I have something yeah. to tell you. I'm a vampire. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And, and I love this reaction from Ralph. He's like, he's like, cool, man. <laughs> and then uh, Ralph, uh, Jeremy's like, that's it? He's like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> and he's like, does he believe him? Do we think he I believes him? No, not initially. And then he starts showing him... Um, the, they do the reflection of mirror thing and he's like oh it could just be a trick i've seen david copperfield do disappear the statue of liberty and then he's like starts drinking the pig's blood because he has like a refrigerator full of pig's blood now because he's fully stocked up 
and he drinks it in front of him and he's like, okay, it's red, whatever. But then he smells it and he was like, oh shit, that's fucking blood. That's just, that's crazy. And then he, he's like, yo, he's like a real vampire. So he just, Ralph just like leaves without saying bye. He just kind of walks mm. out and then his mom's like, what'd you find out? Did you find out? And he's like, it's personal. You don't want to know. And then like walks out, just Ralph is just like losing his mind because his best friend is a vampire. <laughs> that, um, which is one of that's the weird thing about the title because it's not mm-hmm. really about Ralph. You know, I know. It, it, I, it, I, <laughs> I thought about that too. The title in some ways, yeah, I was a teenage vampire would make more sense as a title. So maybe that's yeah. why there's both versions of it. That happened with um, Black Christmas too. That had another title. Mm-hmm. And I think even... Yes. Maybe the Amityville Horror did too. I think this just happens sometimes that it starts with one title and then they change it because of marketing reasons or whatever. Right. And, but yeah, it's true. The ti- the title, My Best Friend is a Vampire, makes it seem as if the movie is from Ralph's perspective, which it is not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, he leaves. And then uh... they go, Ralph goes back to his house. I love that he, he grabs a scarf and starts really wrapping it around his neck. Like you're not going to get my blood (laughs) protecting his neck. And then (laughs) Jeremy basically follows him there and flies up to his window now and comes into. Yeah. He's reading the book. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Good. And basically just says, I'm the same person I was. You don't have to be scared of me. We can still be friends. And my God, this is such a metaphor. Yeah. Becoming clear. Yeah. So they eventually reach an understanding. Ralph feels less scared and says, all right, well, I know what we should do then. And they go (laughs) to a club and he says he wants him basically to use his mind control to get Ralph laid. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Makes sense. That's the logical conclusion in all of this. Yes. And then he's but he's still not that good at it yet. So he keeps doing his mind control, but it's like going it's kind of wacky slightly like mixing the it wrong up person and then uh the, the professor, the professor and, and, and yeah, are in there yeah they show up and they're like after them still and then jeremy does the mind control on grimsdyke by mistake because he's he's going after the a girl but the girl who moves out the way and it hits grimsdyke and then grimsdyke falls in love with Ralph <laughs> for like, so, so he, he like he's like he tries to uh, like you know have sex with Ralph, I guess, and then uh, and then the professor is in there with the full stake, like a like a crossbow with a stake on it's it. It's very funny to he's sneakily trying to crossbow people in like a crowded club. Just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a subtle weapon whatsoever. Yeah, not good for packed spaces either. No. no. So that's when he he uh, shoots the thing, or he he's about to shoot shoot him right, and then and then Grimm's like tries to stop him because he's in love with Ralph now. And he's like, my, no, my Professor, love. no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So the state goes into the speaker and kill, and her, it fucks up the music. And then the, the, the club owner like throws Grimm's like, oh, and then yeah, like, the, the, the professor is such an asshole to Grimm's like, he's like, he, he sees this guy coming towards both of them. And the professor's like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. And he gives him the crossbow. So the professor, so the, <gasps> they think Grimstein did it. And then he just throws Grimstein through a window, which is what we saw. <laughs> it's just uh-huh. crazy how they treat Grimstein. He's like, he, he's just such a sad character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's horrible. They get away and they go to a, a diner and Jeremy sees Darla there at a table with her friends 
and again goes to apologize, just struts right up, sits next to her. Her friend says something like, you never give up, do you? And he's like, no, I really like you. And I just, I'm so sorry. And I really would like you to give me another chance. And she's basically saying, yeah, I like you too, but you're just so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he's like, I promise I won't do anything weird. No more weird stuff. And but meanwhile, Ralph is sitting over there. And Grim's like and Professor to kidnap Ralph and take him out of the pizza place, <gasps> the diner, oh. right, as, right as he's saying this. And he looks over and he sees him. He's like, oh, shit, we got to go. <laughs> he's like, then he grabs yeah. Darla. And, and then the Darla's friend is like, man, uh, don't go with him. He's a loser. And then uh, Jeremy has his, uses his powers and he like, he like uses it to like push uh, mm, Darla's friend like, back on the couch. And he's finally getting the hang of it, I guess. Mm-hmm, so then mm-hmm. it's another car chase. This is the craziest one of all. There's cars flipping. He drives like on two wheels Whoa. at one point. That was like freaking <laughs> oh, out. She's like, God. what is going on? Like has no idea what's going on. He's he got also he- says that he's he's like, they think Ralph is a vampire. And she's like, well, that's insane. And he's like, I know, right? It's crazy because I'm the vampire, not yeah. Ralph. <laughs> yeah. ah! I love how like willing he's just able to, he just tells people like, so quickly <laughs> and Darla you see Darla start to look very scared because now she's in the passenger seat oh with my a god man who you know you would assume is losing their mind but right right I don't know at some point she 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 sees enough to eventually believe him but at first she's very scared right and at while this chase is happening Jeremy's parents hear it, hear about it over the police scanner because they listen sure. in on that mm-hmm. and can hear I guess maybe the license plate or something that they had seen earlier. Yeah, Nightman. They's like, they're like Nightman. That's our son. Easy to remember. <laughs> and then, so they, they get their car, but they, you know they're genuinely, sincerely concerned. They're just like, we got to go help our son, you know. So they go out mm-hmm. and they drive up to go find them. And then Jer- Jeremy's just driving out of control. He's like, he's on like two. The wheels are on the car is like literally flipped on its side. And it just like hits a it hits a ramp and they it flips over. It's the craziest crash I ever seen. Like like they definitely should have been should have died. Yeah, and then, um, completely unharmed. And then the cops also. I, I, it was at this moment that I realized they were in Houston, which I didn't realize, and I was like, Oh, oh this yeah, is yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like a cool location for a vampire movie. Yeah, and then. Um, mm-hmm. And then the cops pull him out of the car and then he's like, we got to stop them. They're going to kill my friend, Ralph. He's 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 they think he's a vampire. I'm the vampire. <laughs> like he said exactly. Uh-huh. Thing, and then the cops are like, oh, man, we got another vampire hunter situation. And then they they're like, just sit right here. Oh, so they know they're aware. Or do, no, they, they were like fucking with them. And then they put him in the cop car. And then they're like, just sit uh-huh. right here. And, see, he's like, and then they just don't help him at all. Yeah. They're like, you need to sober up. <laughs> yep. 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 He's like sitting there and he's like, so we're, Jeremy's so defeated, worried about his best friend, you know, and like it should have been called my best friend is being chased by vampire hunters. <laughs> Better title. My best friend is not a vampire. Yeah, yeah. I'm the vampire. My I'm best friend vampire. isn't. There's been a mix up. <laughs> and then like, fuck it. Let's go. She jumps into the car, into the path, in the, in the driver's seat of the cop car, turns it on. And then Jeremy's like, holy shit, I can't believe you're doing this. And then Dog is like, oh, you don't even know what I'm capable of and like turns the car off and then they, they can start riding and driving and uh, take on, hey, taking off after the Professor Andy Grimsdyke. Nice. 
They find him at the uh, the professor and Grimsdyke have taken Ralph to a church and tie him to a mm. table thing, slab looking thing, some sort of sacrificial thing right. <laughs> and have a wooden stake. And they're planning to oh stab him through the heart. Wow. And I'm also sorry. Now I'm just getting the like church mm-hmm. yeah, there's metaphor some... part mm-hmm. of like homophobia yeah. of like, you need to be, you need to see God, like God. Is, you know, yeah, right? gosh. Well. yeah. I really recommend you should watch. You guys should check this movie out. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I think as a kid, I watched it. I felt like, you know, it definitely was, I was connected to like the idea of just feeling different or whatever. It may be right. every landing. Yeah, and the, there's people who are nice to you because of it or, yeah. or not so much. Uh, but so they yeah. pull up in there, Jeremy and Darla are in there, but and they like they they they're they have no idea that Jeremy's the vampire. Like they just think they're his friends and they're like stop what you're doing, you're going to kill him. And then uh the professor's like he's a don't no worry, he's a blood-sucking monster. <laughs> like we got this. So then he's like he's about to do it and he's like Jeremy's like, what what evidence do you have that this guy's a vampire? And then he, he's like, well, he starts going through all his tools and he pulls out garlic and pulls out uh, and he's like, I will if I put this steak through his heart then he'll die. But he's like, well, I will kill anybody. <laughs> Not the best I, way to uh, test and it. He's like, and then they then the professor is kind of coming along and he realizes like, oh, yeah, I guess there's no evidence. <laughs> and then he he's like Grimsdyke. He blames it all on Grimsdyke. He's like, you fucked up Grimsdyke. And then uh, I, hate, I hate the way he treats Grimm's It's just awful. It's a terrible Aww. toxic relationship. Like he's definitely a terrible boss. So then, <laughs> uh, they, uh, he, the, Ralph has the garlic on his neck and they, so they let Ralph go. But then Ralph, he's like, uh, man, you guys aren't going to apologize for this. What a bunch of assholes. And then, but he like walks away and he's looking at Jeremy like, Ooh, that was good. That was slick. And then he gives him a hug. And then he, then Jeremy's like, ah. <laughs> like it, this was the first time I think I, the way they did the garlic to me is like, gave me a real sense of like what the garlic probably feels like. It like almost like it burns, burns. or something, almost like it burning them. Mm-hmm. So then the professor's like, realizes that's the real vampire. We're going after him. Oh, and then, no. uh, they go in, they're in this like, uh, graveyard running running after each other and the professor has his gun with the silver bullets in it and then Jeremy's just hella confident right now he's just a completely different person he's, he really is a vampire at this point and he's like he's like dude I'm, you think I'm gonna let you kill kill me I'm a vampire <laughs> he's like and then he like grabs ah. him like he's just like fully becoming a vampire like kind of like tough and stuff yeah. and he's like mm-hmm. grabs his professor and he drops all his, the professor drops his stake and everything and he looks at him and he's like he's like i'm trying to let you go i don't want to hurt you i'm a good person and then and the professor just won't let up he still wants to hurt him and he's like i don't care i still I, we still need to kill you and then uh modok pulls up right is that when modok pulls up nora pulls uh, up oh nora comes that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> nora. she's not dead she's they, back. she came back from the dead Nora's back, bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nora's like, yo, kill that motherfucker. That's what happened. Okay, yeah. So he he's like trying to let him go, and then Nora's like, fuck that, kill him, right? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we don't, I don't, I don't want to kill him. And then uh, he, he lets him go. You know, he lets Professor down, and then um, uh, and he they give the speech like, we're not all bad, you know. We're, we're really good people. Mm, yeah, and I think then, Modoc does show up at this point too. Yeah. Like Modoc and Nora are like the two different sides of. Well, I mean, Nora mm. isn't doesn't seem like a bad 
person either, but she's just pissed because they killed they it killed like her. She was more like yeah. mad, mad but she's just like fuck this her. guy. Yeah. But she didn't seem like she was on like some like evil vampire shit because it seemed like she it did, that was a good question. She I just wants a little revenge. That. Yeah, just like hey, yeah. fuck this guy. And then, uh, but then even after they let him go, the professor still won't let up and he grabs this gun with the silver bullets and tries to shoot uh, Modoc, but it's not hitting him because Mod- <gasps> it's not doing anything to Modoc. And then Modoc is like, it, Modoc has like a like a gaggle of like young beautiful women with him. Yeah, like a, all up. the all the sexy vampires <laughs> come yeah, out from all the like running around bushes. Like, ah! <laughs> like, it's kind of like reminded ah! me of that scene, that comedy bit. It's Family Guy where it's like we're having a sexy party, and then like everyone runs around. Like it kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then and then Ralph is like, whoa. This is gets interesting. He sees all the hot girls and he's like, ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, <laughs> so then they basically just to wrap things up, they they take uh the professor with them and they're like, What are you gonna do to him? And then Modoc is basically like, What better way to get rid of an enemy than to make him an ally? And then they basically turn professor mm. into a vampire and he he's comes back oh. all like swagged out and he's like, I feel great. I feel like a 30 years younger. And um Grimsdyke is like, Professor, what's happening? And, he's, and then Grimsdyke is like, I don't know. He's like, he just freaks out and runs off. And then yeah, they and then it's like a happy ending. Like uh, they're all friends and ah. right. They're not missing anything. Yeah. Um Jeremy says, uh, how come you didn't die from the silver bullets? And Modoc says, oh. you know, again, you're you're not reading the book. Oh yeah, that's for, for werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> but then oh yeah, here comes the, the most homophobic. They just end the movie with this. It was oh, like no. it's ridiculous. Okay. Like oh, it just, this movie God. just undercuts the entire message because so basically the parents show up and they're like, oh my God, thank God you're all right. And they see Jeremy and they like, oh before that, uh, Modoc says goodbye to Jeremy and he's asked Jeremy. He goes. You know, you want to come with us? You can hang out with us. We're cool. And we, you know, we'll, you know, we, we hang out with your kind or whatever. And then he's like, um, uh, Jeremy's like, no, nah, I think I got to, I got homework tomorrow or I got school tomorrow, basically. So he's like, I want to be a kid. <laughs> and they all run off and turn into wolves as they walk off, run off into the night. So then the parents show up after that and they're like, uh, oh my God, thank God you're okay. And then Jeremy's like, I'd like to introduce you to my girlfriend, or, you know, Darla. And then they're like, oh, so this is your girlfriend? And they're like so relieved that he's like not gay. And then it, not and gay. the last oh, scene of the movie God. and they're just like, thank God. And they're just like, oh, it's a it true like happy ending. Literally the last thing that happens in the scene where they're just like, oh my we're God. so happy about this. And I was like, I could, it just was insane like to end the movie that way. One is just from a writing perspective, it was like, it, I mean, it was completely off story. Like, I don't know why you would end the movie on like a yeah. sub game. It was like a sub game that they ended the movie on that plan. But anyway, yep. um, everything up into that moment, I was like, this is great. It is a, bum- a bummer of ending. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, and it ends huh. so abruptly too. It's like, yeah, he's not gay. <laughs> it was just like, okay. Like, Roll yeah. kind of like, what is this? Wow. Honestly, uh, besides all the homophobia, it does sound like a fun movie and definitely something that would have been fun to like be a kid and for it to be on TV, mm-hmm. like what you're saying. Uh, 100% yeah, especially watching would have watched it, not it. knowing anything about it. I never saw a trailer. I just like was watching it in real time. It was like, and also that guy who plays a professor is a really great actor. I can't think of his name right now, but he was in Ninja Turtles. Was, David Warner. Yeah, he's in a but he he always plays professors, but he's he's super good and funny and great. Mm, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a way. I bet you could just edit out all the homophobia because it's just like 
a sprinkle of scenes. Yeah, it's like side don't side moments matter. I wonder if we could just cut those yeah, out. They literally could rewrite Probably. this whole movie and just do a different bit. Like they think he's like uh, works for the CIA, whatever. It, they just right. needed something for mm-hmm. the parents to think was you know was going on. It could have been anything, but they yeah. just decided, oh, well, mm-hmm. there's a man in his room. He must be dead. But uh, but it could have been anything. Like he's working for the FBI. I don't know. That actor's in the Omen. Yes. Oh, oh mm-hmm. David Warner's in the Omen. Wait, so, so did you guys watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Is uh, anyone into that here? No, I haven't seen it. No, but I, I should. It. Uh, it was scary. I think there was there's a couple episodes that I, I even were too scary for me. The one with the the silent men that just smile. Oh my god, that episode fucked me up. Ew. That's that terrifying. Awful. I wonder if that's the plot to smile. Wow. The horror movie coming out soon. Oh yeah. I think this this episode was called The Gentleman. <gasps> Terrifying. Yeah, that spawn movie looks creepy. I, I know. know yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the looks of it. I'm not going to watch it. I'll probably, I'll, are you guys going to watch Nope? Have you seen Nope yet? Yeah, we're going to do Nope. We're going to do Nope. We're, we're going to, I'm, I yeah. I any of those. I like Jordan Peele's. His movies aren't too scary. Yeah, I like am scared while I watch. That. I mean, I actually didn't see us. I only saw Get Out and I will see Nope. But I... I want to see it enough that I will sit through being scared, but I know that it will still scare me. Yeah, I just got to make sure to watch it in a, during the daytime. Like, I'm definitely one of those people who, like, covers their eyes, like... Mm-hmm. Me yeah, too. Oh, big time. Me too. I do. Um, I just, like, look down at the ground, and so I can, like, sort of see the movement oh, happening, but I'm not looking at it. My sister gave me the one trick. She's Because she doesn't like scary moves either. She closes her ears. I was going to say, that's what music, I do. Uh, that's what does it, yeah. Yes, the ears. The key is the ears. For me, it's sound. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, this was so this was so fun. I'm very glad knowing how much you don't like scary movies that you were able to find a movie that you liked that you were able to tell us about because this was a good time. Yeah, I was uh, I was like, I was going to do there was this other movie I saw that I was thinking that was pretty scary. But my friend, my friend, Kevin, he loves it. You guys have him. Actually, he he's loves scary movies. But he um, he took me to see this movie at the Beverly uh, Theater. That was like this old, like 90s black kind of almost like black exploitation scary movie. Uh-huh. I forgot what it was called. Ooh. It was called Fight Temptation. It was like, but it was very hilarious. Mm. But uh, that was also pretty scary though. Like basically it was about like this woman who like seduced men and then they, she was like the devil basically. But like, uh, that was like Ooh. scary, but also I, that, that was, I was choosing between those two, but I was like, I'm going to watch, I don't want to watch anything. Okay. Scary. I, like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, Let's do something fun. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lamar. Thank you for being here. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. Lamar, what would you like to, to plug, promote for listeners? Where can they find you? What should they check out? You've got just so much wonderful stuff. Oh, thank you. I, I was just going to say, you can follow me on Instagram at, Prof Maddox, so that's P-R-O-P-H Maddox. And um, yeah, I'm Grant Cruz out right now. You can watch it on Hulu. Uh, we have a podcast, I have a podcast with one of the stars of Grant Cruz called Gossip Kings that they mentioned earlier. It's on HeadGum as well. Very fun show that you can just watch Gossip Girl and watch Gossip Girl along with me and him and we talk about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect idea. And then I also have a music career that I'm trying out right now. You can just look up Lamar Woods on Spotify, Apple Music, and you'll see all my music and check it out. It's fun. And that's it for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. So stay in touch with me. I'm, I'm out here. 
I'm hanging out. Maybe I'll try listening to some of your music while I'm running. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need <laughs> that. I know. Helen needs help. <laughs> My music is very good exercise music. It's, it's, uh, Hell, yes. it's more walking music. Have you taken a walk? I love to walk. Yeah. yeah. I'm a walker, not a yeah. runner. Yep, same. I'm a walker, not a runner. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Lamar. Um, Sammy, do we have any voices to end this on? I don't think there's really any voices. There's the, the bad the bad 80s acting voice. Mm. I feel like Darla's performance is pretty wild in this. So she's just kind of yelling the whole, like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is funny. The 80s acting voice is also like so deeply um, white American for a lack of a better term where it's like, oh my goodness, this is crazy <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. So I guess I'll try to do that. Okay. So from all of us here at Too Scary, <laughs> didn't watch. <laughs> That's good. Goodbye. 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 Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary, Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. All right. We love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast.